a girl a bitch or a hoe trying to make a sister feel low you know all of that got to go now everybody knows there's exceptions and there it is you and i ty welcome welcome uh this is uh married couples anonymous you know what it is it's uh me and my beautiful lovely wife um I call her African Bombada, but uh, y'all don't call her that. That's uh, Nisha right there. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. That's all she had for you was a good old hey, y'all. That's a, that's an outcast song. I believe so. Anyhow, welcome to Married Couples Anonymous. Uh, how's it going? How's it, how's it going with you, uh, wife? I can't complain, you know, I'm out here in these streets doing what I do best. Uh, it's been a little while, it's been a couple of weeks since uh, since we came to you, since we brought you a little, little piece of what we're doing out here, so we're definitely uh, glad to be back, glad to be back mm-hmm, in the building. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, sheesh, you want to take it off and let them know what the... What are we talking about this evening at 9.30 in the nighttime? Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the over-sexualization of women and promiscuity and just, is there a double standard? And then also, um, you know, we're going to touch a little bit on this Snoop and Gail King situation. Yeah, yeah. So I like to start it off. Let's just dig right in. I find that that's the best way for me to dig right in. Uh, Hot Girl Summers. Hot Girl Summers. Now, I totally understand that this is not a new idea, but it's a relative one. Right. It's just, you know, it's a, a, a phrase that was coined. Okay. So you tell me, what's a Hot Girl Summer? Um, well, what I understand it to be is just, you know, you doing you. (laughs) Like a a woman is, you know, living her best life, whether it be if she's being promiscuous or, you know, taking trips, just having fun. But most likely (laughs) it has to do with, you know, being out here, being promiscuous and getting it in. All right. So... What I've come to realize is the hot girl summer, it is more than just the promiscuity. I have come to realize, uh, not on my own, of course, that it's a, about empowerment. Right. It's like a war cry. Uh, so when now it's hard for men to to understand sexual empowerment for women because off the top if i've if you haven't been around me as most of you probably haven't uh i am a person who thinks women or, or i hold women in a very high regard you know i think that they're better than men i think they're morally grounded more than men i think that you know just all in all they're a whole different thing that's better than men now i hear the argument you know i get it but when you think about it we all do we all hold women in a in a higher regard everything's about mama everything you know Mother's Day, full day for you. Dad's Day, it's a dad's and grad situation. <laughs> you know, you get the macaroni uh, situation from the kid at school. Don't say, here, Dad, I love you. It says, I love my mommy. Now, I appreciate the love that dads have gotten over the years. You know, but traditionally, nobody cares about a dad. Everybody cares about a mom. So I... I'm just caught up in what it is. I just happen to think women are better people, so I expect more of them. I know that's bad for some reason. I I don't know it, but I'm told that's bad. Well, I don't know 
that it's bad, but when you look at it from a perspective that, you know, for so long from the beginning in the Bible, women are seen as less or treated as less. Now, from God's perspective, women are amazing, a beautiful thing. But, you know, I guess men convoluted or you know, perverted it, and it's like women are seen as objects or property. So when you have that for so long, it's like you want to take it back, take control of it. And it kind of backfires because it is wrong. Like hot girl summer, you know, in the sense of like if you've been in a relationship and, you know, it was a bad relationship and you broke up and now you're going to have this hot girl summer, um, I think what would be more empowering is if it's like to find yourself. And I don't think you really find yourself by sleeping with a lot of people mm-hmm. that confuses or muddies the waters. Um, but I think, you know, back to what I was saying about how women have been seen as sexual objects or property to men. It's just, you know, like you're a piece of meat. So it's like you want to take that back. Like, yes, you know, I want to have sex. Yes, I'm sexy, but it's on my terms. It's it's my body. It's what I want to do. And you don't have control over it. Just, you know, like the word nigga or bitch, you know, you want to take the power back and it means something else. But I don't know if it translates so well with being, you know, promiscuous. Oh, I would say it doesn't, but I'm not a woman. <laughs> well, of course you would say it doesn't. I don't think it does either. Um, because I think, like I said, it just confuses the situation because we know when women have sex, we're more emotionally invested. But then also, I think when women take on this, you know, I can sleep with men or I'm going to sleep with you. And then, you know, just on to the next. You take on traits of a man and you lose, you know, yourself or you lose that specialness. Because it is, you know, traditionally like everyone feels like men are dogs and they cheat. And women, you know, they'll hold you down. They're so faithful. But when you take on that that same attitude, like, I'm out here, I'm doing what I want to do, I'm doing me, then it's like, who is going to be better? Who's going to, you know, who's going to hold that that moral ground or the mm. moral or high, high ground? Yeah, 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 that's a great question because I am looking for y'all to hold it. <laughs> you know, that's what But I... we should all hold it because it, it's the same with the men. Like, if you're sleeping with all these women, it's confusing, too. And then when men are sleeping with all these women, they got a baby over here, a baby over there. And it's like, yeah, you see these rappers that have it, but most likely they have the money to furnish that. But then still, they're only one person. So it's like, if you got kids all over everywhere... Those kids are suffering because they don't they're not going to get to have that relationship with their dad in the home. And then, too, you become like, you know, when you start having more sex and you're exposed to more things, you need more things to get you off to to, you know, to excite you. So it's like you're becoming perverted, essentially. Oh, wow. Sheesh. Well, um, pretty much. Yeah, I, I agree. Like I, on the um, Steve Harvey show, you know how they have the strawberry letter. Oh it God. was, <laughs> it's a black Steve guy Harvey. and he dates black women, white women, Mexican women. And he was having issues finding a woman that wanted to be with him because when they had sex, at some point he wanted them to treat him like a slave and, you know, whip him and spit on him and call him nigga. You know, and that's he couldn't get off unless they did that. And it's like, nigga, oh, uh-uh, that's Uh-oh. too much. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Uh, uh. But I mean, maybe he will, you know, 
find somebody. But I think just, you know, when you open Pandora's box, you got to deal with the consequences for opening that box. Whether you say it's for, you know, I want to be empowered or I'm the man or I'm trying to figure out myself. Like, yes, you know, God gave us free will, but he also told us, you know, that there's, you know, I give you life. And then there's death, you know, but I, I suggest I want you to choose life. And it's like, yes, you can choose that. And it is an option. You have free will to do that. And I mean, I, I get it when women do that because I'm a woman and I understand, you know, because when you go out and men are, you know, approaching you or talking to you and it's just like, Sometimes it, it's weird because it's like, you know, like, what the hell? How did you think that that was okay or that was something that's attractive? But maybe that does work, you know, for some women. And it's just like, at some point, I guess you feel like you need to take control over it. Because, you know, like, if, if there's instances where... If a guy asks you for your number and you say no, then you all kind of ugly bitches and, you know, all this. And it's just like, wow, you know, so it's easier just to give you a number and be on my way than to have to deal with that. And it's like, you know, that's crazy. Mm. Why can't I just say no? You know, and it's not like I'm like, nigga, get your dusty ass on my face. I'm just like, no, you know, I'm married or I'm in a relationship, you know? So, no, not, not, hold on. this hasn't happened to hold me on. recently. Hold on, it hold happened on. to me before. So, while we've been married, you didn't gave out your number to somebody. No, no, no. You just said. I said, why can't that be enough? Mm. Now, I've had instances where I'm like, I'm married and people are like, well, can you have friends or he don't have to know. And it's like, in my mind, I'm thinking like, you know, you like, what kind of person do you think I am? And obviously you don't want anything more than, you know, like sex or a good time, because why would you want to be with somebody who, you know, is willing to do that? So first of all, to all you players out there that, that, that I, that think I don't need to know, uh, you know what I you you understand? What's wrong with y'all, man? Why are you on your boy this way? I'm out here just trying to live. They man. don't even know you. <clears throat> but they own me though, and I don't appreciate it. I ain't gonna get all off into that. We'll talk about all of right, your encounters just, <laughs> later. Uh, since you have so many goddamn encounters, where you as got a woman, to... sometimes you know it could be scary dealing with men because some men are like animals, you know. And it is, they see you as an object, like a conquest. So, my question is a dangerous question. Very, very dangerous. If it's scary and not cool for men to see you as an object, you know, uh, why objectify yourselves? Why get on the bandwagon? I get the empowerment piece of it. That's No, that's a very good question. But then when you look at it, you know, we're programmed that way. You know, because you, women, and it, it's not true, but it, it is true. You know, like it's an unspoken thing that everybody knows, but they don't say or they won't say it. Is that, you know traditionally or what what has been embedded in our mind is that a woman's value is in her looks you know like the way that she carries herself and you know like a a lady should not cuss you know a lady does this you know proper etiquette so it's like you know you don't want that but then you're programmed to think that so it's like you know, you will unintentionally join the bandwagon or intentionally because now you have the age of social media where everybody can become rich and famous, you know, and especially 
women, you don't have to have talent. You don't have to do nothing but show your body. And it's not like somebody's touching you or doing something to you. You're just taking a picture and posting it. And people are going to come look because, you know, sex sells. And I'm not saying that that's okay. But I think, you know, it's a reason and people rationalize it to make it okay with them. You know, just how, you know, like women say, oh, I'm stripping to pay for school. And it's like, I get it. But, you know, you could, you know, work at the post office as well to, you know, pay your way through school. Yeah. And but it's just, you know, people justify because they want to do what they want to do. But at the same time, they want to feel okay with it and make everybody else okay with it. Right. You know what? <clears throat> Through this last couple of days, and and, and to let y'all know, we don't just come up with these things. <laughs> they, they generally have arguments attached to them and all sorts of emotions. We This is the second time we're actually recording this show because the first time got a little heated and emotional <laughs> and argumentative. Right. Um, so, so you know, we, we, we work through these issues, you know. We, we come and collect it, but we have to go get collected, you know. So in all of the kind of back and forth and me feeling my feelings and you having your feelings, I, did, I never thought about this until I was having a conversation with my boy. Shout out to uh, Heavy Handed and uh, 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 Israel Benjamin. You know, we had some really interesting conversations today. And uh, uh, it was brought to my attention because I'm perplexed. I'm like, this doesn't make any sense. If you don't want to be objectified, how in the world is the response to that objectifying yourself and then telling me it's, you know, empowering and you taking the power back? I understand it. But for like maybe in your head, that's what it feels like. But it's all the same to the people that you're kind of trying to. I don't know. I don't know, because it could be to convince women. But it seems like if this is the message you're giving to men, it's like, oh. Cool. Yeah. Come fuck me. That's cool. And that's the thing, right? Because it's like you're taking what's bad and calling it good. Because it's like, yes, I want you to look and to want me. But you can only have me if I say because I'm in control. Which is confusing to me. And I'm a dullard. Okay. I'm not very smart. So things confuse me. Not a me. <laughs> you know, so I'm easily confused. But you, you're not smart. But you call yourself a duller. Like, what the hell is a duller? Well, I think we can at least. I mean, I get it, but that's you know, like a dumb person would just be like, "I'm dumb." It's because I've been called a duller several times, so that's why. Oh, I knew... okay. Because I'm like, <laughs> I gotta go get a dictionary. Oh my goodness. <laughs> um, so I, you know, it's hard for me to wrap my mind. And I'm trying to wrap my mind because I hear it and I agree and I understand it. But I I guess I'm too big picture with it because I'm like, well, I get that. But we this is like act two or three on things like that, because we go back to nigga. You know, we took the word back and it became a term of endearment. And that worked for a while. Uh, But we kind of still don't like it. And now it's up for debate again because even though yeah. we took the power back, it's but still. But I, I think I think it it's just different for different people because some people don't like the word at all. Like it don't matter who say it, right? You know, don't say it. And then some people, it's like, well, if you ain't black, don't say it, right? Or if you ain't my friend, don't say it. Right. So it sounds pretty <laughs> confusing. Yeah, it's a lot of you know gray area. Like, so we this can say it, but you gotta meet this criteria. Or. Not if I'm cool with you, you know, like it, it has these weird little passes. People can get your your white homie can, you know, if you whatever. It's all based on feeling and relationship right. and craziness, right? So I kind of feel like it's a similar thing. Like, but the, it's the same with bitch because women, you know, they'll call their friends bitch, and it's like a term of endearment. But if 
a woman who is not my friend calls me a bitch, then it's offensive. And it's, you know, like those are fighting words, basically. And we, you know, we hear and we get, I mean, we could debate it, but we know that the, the tone in which you said this and what that mean. I can damn near call you homie. I can call you homie. And that means you ready to fight. You know, like th- yeah. it's it's so weird to try to yeah. make sense of these things. But I things. guess it's the inflection. And you have to know yeah. the social cues. You gotta know them, or else you <laughs> you you never know what you signed up for. But but let me get to this, so we can we can we can close this out. All this time, I've been sitting here debating and arguing, and and being confused and frustrated because I'm like. And we see y'all in, in such a high regard. Why does why don't y'all stand up and say no to a hot girl summer? Why don't y'all, you know, put that thing on lockdown? You know, the Me Too movement happened and every man in corporate America straightened up his act because y'all <laughs> stood up <laughs> and said no more of this. So why not just do that? And I was in a conversation. And uh, it was like, hey, well, my thing is, why are we so thirsty? And I had to take that in, you know, and it went deeper than that. But I'm going to put it in my own words. I was going to just take it like I thought of it. But really, I feel like it was God giving me the answer here, you know, so I can't quite take it as as if it was my own, but I'll reword it in my better way of saying it than he did, you know, and I'll take that because I like that, that I said it better than he did, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, fellas, I'm going to talk to you for a second. My brothers, white, black, Chinese, Mexican, whatever you is. I think it's Asian. Asian, I'm sorry, Asians. Oh, sorry, my Asian brothers. I know y'all not all Chineses, but you call us all blacks and we all kind of things. And I don't get offended <laughs> by it. So, you know, maybe chill out we on are me. Black. We... Yeah, but you got your Jamaican, you got your Haitian, yeah, yeah. you got your nigga, then you got your black person. <laughs> not your <laughs> nigga. <laughs> levels to that, but we don't trip. So my Asian fellas, folks, please don't, you know, trip on me. I I also think everybody are just what they are. I don't really know a lot about the distinctions. Don't mean to be no way about it, but let me move on before I get in trouble. All right. So fellas, first of all, we can stop being so damn thirsty. Uh, You got to start respecting yourself. You got to stop offering penis to, uh, well, giving penis to whoever will accept it. Uh, Yeah, stop being so damn thirsty. Just because you catch her slipping don't mean you got to have sex with her. Um, It's not, and this is this, I'll give this fully to my guy because this was, the most powerful thing I've heard all week. Don't come to me telling me a story how you just got uh, orally pleased by some thick lady. Don't come to me with that and expect me to be on the bandwagon and slap five with you. Now, this is what he said after he said that. He said, because let me let you know, I work on Skid Row and I seen a homeless dude with the heroin needle in his arm getting his shit blasted too. So I don't know what you want from me with that. I'm not going to slap five with you. I'm going to look at you like what a disgusting moron you are. (laughs) And I thought that was so powerful because I said, damn, I've been like, why don't y'all, why don't y'all, but If we stop being so thirsty, if we stop with this silly mentality that we got to have sex with everything that willing to have sex with us, uh, we don't have to respect ourselves. We can opt to fight against the, the, the stigma of us. 
I don't necessarily like being called a dog automatically. I don't like it that, you know, it's just assumed that I cheat because I'm a man. It doesn't have nothing to do with my character, who I am, my level of self-respect. It's just assumed that I would. I don't like that women don't even ask about, well, does my wife need to know? Doesn't even come up because it's automatically assumed that I'm just with that. So I'm done asking the ladies to do a thing. I feel like I've been thoroughly educated and I understand as much as a man can understand that they situation is complex and too deep for me to chime in on. But our situation is not. Uh, Stop being thirsty, man. Consider that you got something special. Consider your own reputation. Consider your woman that you got in the future that God got for you. Don't want you to have a hundred bodies on you. Because we damn sure don't like it. To the point where I'm going to be a hundred with you. My wife sitting right here. Well, we ain't never had that discussion of how many people she's been with. Don't want to know at all. Don't want to know. But I fully thought it was fine for me to tell her how many people I've been with. Shallow. Childish. That's me. I can accept it. I don't want that to change. I don't want to be shallow and childish. (laughs) But I definitely don't want to know nothing. Okay? So, back to us, man. She don't think it's cool. You got all these bodies. She's just kind of more mature and looks at the reality that you're a dumbass and you thought this was cool and this is the stereotypical thing. And like, she processes that, but she shouldn't have to. Your woman shouldn't have to be bombarded with thoughts that you're a man and this is what you do. Yeah, most likely you're gonna. Yeah, yeah. So instead of us, Instead of me, I don't know what y'all going to do, but I've seen the light. I have nothing more to say about a hot girl summer, how productive or unproductive that is. I can tell you this, that if we don't have penis to offer freely, readily, at the drop of a dime. Right, and if you're the man, you're supposed to be the head and set the tone. I'm not about to deal with that. Right. I'm and not then, about to be I don't know about this man tone stuff right here. All I'm saying, now she wanna get all extra. She can't just take the win. Now I got to be the man and setting the tone. <laughs> all I'm saying I'm is just saying. I'm, just saying. I, I'm not gonna let her win everything, y'all. <laughs> you know, but what I am saying is that uh if you if there's no if there's not as much free available penis it's hard to have a hot girl summer involving men uh, if you're like, yeah, I don't want a one night stand. That's kind of weird that you don't know me and you want to have sex with me. Yeah. I'm good. Like, who else do you do that with? So let's stop asking them. And we could take charge here. We so disgusted by it, but want it. Well, we got so much to say on the back end. We, you know, we want to call her a hoe and blast her. So let's take that pressure off. You know, take a look at yourself. Take a look at what you're willing to do, you know. And uh, maybe if we get on board, things change. Don't nobody got to feel an urge to have a hot girl summer on either side. Maybe it's not all about promiscuity. Maybe there's a reason why God said, you know, don't sex it up till you get married. Maybe all of these spirits and energies that we taking on are making us crazy. Yeah. Uh, maybe God know what he's talking about. Possibly. I know you you got a better idea and you want what you want. Um, I know she thick and all of this, but perhaps the God of everything that created everything knew what he was talking about. Uh, it's a roll of the dice. I think we should take that chance, fellas. Uh, quit being so thirsty. You know, keep it G, be, be, be better. You know, the call is on you to be better now. You know, the call is directly on you to be better. I'm done with that. Right, right. Don't say, do, do as I say, not as I do. I'm not going to let her come at y'all no more. 
that I'm she wants. Saying. She likes the extra win, y'all. <laughs> so I'm going to go on and, and turn a corner here because she will win on top of winning here. You know, she's got 20 more things that she's ready to add to what I just said. No, hey. I, I, I agree. That's really profound. Because yes. And I'm profound at times. Men are thirsty. Wow. See how she just want to keep <laughs> Or they on. can be. They can be. Not all men. Very good. So if I don't move on, she's going to further badger y'all. No, y'all know what to do. Some women are thirsty too. All Clearly. Right. A crackhead with a needle in his arm getting head. Hey. I love y'all. Y'all know what y'all need to do. Now. <clears throat> we're going to get into this. Now, you heard Latifah. You know, we start this off with Latifah. Latifah said, who you calling a bitch? You and I-T-Y. You got to let them know. Now, this is a song from, I don't know, the very early 90s, maybe. Okay. And uh, this is Latifah. Now, she's cover girl Latifah now. And I believe she's in the women. But none of that really matters. Latifah said, I'm not a bitch or a hoe. Here we go. You and I, T.Y. Don't know what the unity is about in that, but maybe it's something deeper than I know about. But what I do know is he said, who you calling a bitch? Now, at this point in time, there's a situation out there. Gail King Everybody knows about it. I don't have to get too deep into it. She had an interview with Lisa Leslie. And and in this interview, she pursued accusations. Accusations? I think I said accusations. Yeah, she brought up the accusations about the rape charge. That uh, the late, great Kobe Bryant uh, had uh, been accused accused of of. And acquitted of. And she didn't bring it up and let it go. She pursued it with all of her efforts. Like you wouldn't. You're his friend. You wouldn't see that. You wouldn't know. It's insanity. That's like, yeah. Totally out of line, lady. Totally out of line. Crossing this man. If, I mean, if you're catching this show, you know, years down the road, Kobe's, I don't think, has been dead for two weeks. Uh, he died on a helicopter crash with, with his, daughter his daughter and yeah. several other daughters and mothers and fathers. At this time in L.A. and across the globe, uh, his life is being celebrated, okay? His mantra, his uh, ideology is being taken on and expressed by many. Uh, This Mamba mentality to work your hardest and never give up. And men being proud of being a girl dad. It's it's what's being promoted. I have a daughter. I took a girl dad picture. I know I'm I'm a not a bandwagon guy, so I didn't put girl dad hashtags well, on it. You're not like a girl dad because you have sons, you have a daughter, but I think I'm, the girl dad is when you have all girls. Uh, well, I got a daughter. We getting in on this, okay? <laughs> and uh, you know, it's just like such a terrible thing to do. The the you know he's got a wife still, a widow. He's got other children. Yeah. And in the midst of, like, the world trying to comfort them in this terrible, like, this is an insane situation. This is not a a man who's out there doing terribleness. This is a guy doing fly stuff, taking his daughter and her team and everybody on a copter to the practice because his dad doing fly stuff for baby girl. This is who we, we bashing. And here... Now, let's go. Let's get to it. This is why I'm upset, because all of this is I'm not even going to get to my upsetness because it's not going to be good. So now this happens. Snoop, the dog father, Uncle Snoop, looks like he's waking up to this. Now, Snoop is a Kobe fan and a friend of Kobe. I'm told a close friend of, of Kobe Bryant. So this is his guy. He knows Gigi. He knows the fam. They done been to each other's house. Now here's this insignificant-seeming woman uh, saying craziness. Lisa Leslie is perplexed and has to, like, check her politely. And even in that, it's like, oh, you're, you don't matter because you know him. 
Right, right. He wouldn't, you wouldn't, you know, be a good judge of character. And why are you asking me? <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. But let me, I'm going to finish and you can grab it, babe. Because I, I got to get to this and leave it alone. Because it's, ugh, it's bad for me. So Snoop gets on and he proceeds to call Gail King. What'd he say? He said, you old, no, you funky old doghead bitch. And then he said it a couple of more times. He called her a funky old doghead bitch. And Twitter and the whole world exploded. Now, I am not a social media guy. I don't, I have a Facebook, but I don't really check in. I don't have a, I think I got a, a, I do have a, a, a Instagram, but again, just not my thing. I don't have nothing against it, but I miss stuff like this. I miss it. So when I caught wind, I'm days late. So I go back, catch up on all the things, see the Snoop joint, see the Bill Cosby joint. Like, whoa. Now I'm, I got it. And now I, I see the the, 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 the the divide. You got half the you know people involved or the, the spectators. Like, yeah, she is a doghead bitch. The other one's like, oh, my God, you're disrespecting this old black lady. That's terrible for the culture. But I think most of the sentiment was like, I get it, but that's, you know, that's a little bit too much. And I, I had to deal with that. I had to deal with that. And I said to myself, I said, because that was my first thing, like, damn, that's harsh. But then I thought about it. I said, now, if this was like my brother or my friend or somebody, and you just slandered. Yeah, yeah, it's going to be a couple of derogatory words. For sure. Now, I would have never thought of you funky old doghead bitch. (laughs) That would have never came to my mind. But the equivalent, because I would have wanted to give the same amount of energy to it. Mm -hmm. You you understand what I'm saying? Honestly, now, I understand the, the the precedent that sets uh, the larger story here. I got about two more, a minute or so left in my rant and I'm going to be done. I understand the larger story. And I want to be that guy to be like, yeah, you know, but you could have said it a different way. But unfortunately, I've been a guy to say something and the focus was on how I said it and not what I said. Right, right, and, and why I said and it. And why I said it, right? You know the story. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was like, are you out of your mind? Right. Right, and I felt like we are focused on the wrong thing here. Like, it needed to be said. Now, this is how I felt in my situation. Because mm-hmm. I was angry and it was right, personal. Right, right. Like, are you crazy? What do you, would you, would you, how do you want me to say this flowery? This person is doing terribleness here, you know? So I, I couldn't get on the bandwagon of how he said it. Mm-hmm. I couldn't. I couldn't, 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 and still can't. What I could get on was I understand the impact beyond this and the repercussions, right? I understand that even though she's not on my black team, she is on the black team and she's an older right, woman right. and that garnishes her an amount of respect enough not to get called a funky old doghead bitch. Right. I get it. I get it. Aside from that, what did, what did you do that for? Why would yeah, you even... It was, it was selfish just for personal gain. That's to it. To, 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 to demean this man in front of his family and the world and he right. just died and ending the world showing nothing but love in honor of the, this guy and all that he's accomplished, you you jump out there and do this and then want a personal friend to, to get on board with that and think that something's wrong with her, right? So that's the part that I focus on. I get it. I'm with y'all. Don't call her a funky old doghead bitch. I get it. Don't then. But don't, I don't feel bad. I don't, if it was, if it wasn't a bigger, a larger issue at stake here, I wouldn't care. Yeah. And I think that's the thing because, you know, we're promoting now. It's being, being promoted like to respect and protect the black woman. But the black. But, and that's what I'm saying. Snoop. Yes, yes, I get what you're saying. But she, you know, she did act like a funky old doghead bitch. She like, said it, I ain't say it. 
by doing what she did because it was totally uncalled for, unnecessary. Because he was acquitted. The charges, you know, it was found to be false. So it's like, why even bring that up? Why sully his name at this time? For what? Older black woman that yes, have seen yes. the horrors that we done been through. And there's a guy out here. Don't, don't, I'm, go ahead. I'm sorry. I'm, go but ahead. But she, I don't know, you know, sometimes, like he was saying, people make mistakes. Like he felt like he made a mistake. Right. By saying what he said, you know, she made a mistake. And the way she was looking <laughs> on that video, she was looking like, damn, you know, like I should have thought about it. And, you know, people around you should have told you, like, that's out of pocket, out of line. Don't do it. It's not necessary. It seems like any logical person is like, you're going to do what? Yeah, because, I mean, and then, too, not even the fact that he's black, but he's just a person who died. And for all intents and purposes, he was an awesome husband, awesome husband, awesome father, you know, Everybody loved him. He's like this basketball legend. So it's like, what is even the point if those charges were even dropped or found to be false? I could see if he lived a secret life and all these women started to come out saying he did X, Y, Z. But that wasn't, you know, that wasn't the case. So it's like, why do you need to be salacious when... There's a tragedy to get more ratings or popularity for yourself. Mm-hmm. So it's like if you put yourself in a lane to be disrespected. I, my question was, what well, What do you call, what do, should he have called her? I don't know. You tell me. Because I, I don't know. my thing too, like, like you said, that was his friend. Like we know Kobe because, you know, he's famous. And it, it still hurts you because it's like, damn, that's sad. But... To have like a friend, a close personal friend pass away and then somebody, you know, like just bashing him for the whole world to see. Right. It's like, what the fuck? Like You gonna you gonna yeah. have something to say now. You may you not have thought of funky old doghead bitch. That may have never come but the equivalent would have and you you know, and maybe at the end of it all, especially Snoop being an adult, and hopefully this is why he apologized. And you're looking at you weigh in, you know. Yeah, and then he's a huge influence. Yeah, so you you weigh in out your response versus the impact uh, to to everybody who's listening or everybody who you have the the attention of, and you say, oh, okay, yeah, and and I and I think that that that's admirable. Yeah. Um, that kind of. Ooh, and I gotta go here. But I know so, he felt it, and I would have felt it too. But it is like you know what? Maybe that was too much because it was on a public platform. And and, and I think that that I understand. I think that I would have conceded there as well. Mm-hmm. You know, if that was the case. But I know for sure if this was somebody I cared about, right, like, you yes, would have got something fully, out of me. Yeah, and I still feel that way because yeah. you were out of line, like. That was totally just like scummy. Yeah. So now we 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 in it now. We in it now. We in it now. Oh, and I'm about to I'm about to I'm about to ruin. You about to take a turn? Well, I had so much growth, but I kind of got to I got to dig here a little bit, just a tad. Oh, I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. I I'm not going to do it. Why? Because it's counterproductive at this point. You know what I'm saying? If you want it, I... Okay. So, being that we're talking about Snoop calling a woman a bitch. This is what we're talking about now. And there's an uproar. You know, and Snoop apologizes. I don't know that Snoop has ever apologized for calling a woman a bitch. I think that in his life he most likely have, <laughs> but I haven't myself witnessed it publicly. Yes. Uh, but what I do know is he calls a lot of bitches and hoes. He does, and he has a song that's very popular, or was very popular, called "Bitches Ain't Shit But Hoes and Tricks." Okay, now 
I could, I was young. I didn't have the internet. I don't know if there was an uproar amongst the, the, the women in the world behind this song. I'm sure some women. Okay, let's, let's count them in there. Now, from my perspective as a young guy and the women around me, uh, didn't seem to be a problem. Uh, so I always wondered though, hey, he said all of y'all ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Well now. no, he said bitches. Now if I don't Here consider myself to be a bitch, then Okay. But and then, if I know I'm not a hoe or a trick, it goes back to like I was saying, it's entertainment. Okay. Now this is where the confusion happens for me as a young man. You just said well, I don't consider myself to be a bitch. But, like, I hear women be like, bitch, shut up. Bitch, what's going on, bitch? Oh, hey, bitch. So it's kind of confusing when you're like, like, but I'm not a bitch, though. But that's what I'm saying. It's like, he's not talking to me. Like, you may feel that way, but I know that's not true about me. Just like if some racist white person is like all black people are dumb or all black people are lazy or all Mexicans are lazy or every, you know, Hispanic person here is illegally, you know, they're here illegally. It's like, yeah, you can say that, but it doesn't make it true. It doesn't, but I'm definitely offended and I'm not like cool with you. I don't know. It's very, 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 very... But that's where it's it's a gray line because definitely I'm sure all women were not on board with it. All women didn't like that song and yeah. would not listen to that song. And some women, you know, love the song and still play it to this day. So, 30 years later, Snoop Call calls Big Bad Gill a bitch. <laughs> But I, I think it's just, it's the climate, you know, where we're trying to uplift the culture Got it. and be positive and empower, you know, like to protect black women and, you know, I guess just women in general. But I know specifically, you know, it's a call for black men to respect and protect the black women. And I am on board. And Snoop, somebody that has that much influence to call this. You know, what seems to be old black lady, a bitch. It's like, I get it, but that's a little bit too much. But like, if you call her a bitch to her face or in pub, I mean, private, that's different. But this is on a global platform for the world to see. I'm struggling with it. But I, I, I understand. It's it's a lot of gray area. I understand. Black or white. I understand. I'm with you. So I, so then, I'm 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 gonna take it a step further. So, is it, can the lesson here then be, all right, fellas, don't call us bitches anymore. We're not on board. So if you got a bitches ain't shit but holes and tricks song part two, uh, regardless if you say my name or not. This is not going to fly in our circle. Is, is that a, I don't know, is that a, it, not I mean, a unreasonable expectation? I think it's definitely fair to say in some circles, yes, but then other circles, it's like, you know, I can't wait to get that new, you know, bitches ain't shit. <laughs> and that's a damn shame because it's real. But now, now let me let me give you give to all the ladies out there, you included, honey. Uh, I just caught you, honey. I never caught you, honey, before. I don't think. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, so it's like uh, me and gangster rap. You know, I love gangster rap. It is destructive and terribleness through and through. But I love it, and it's hard for me to let it go. It's hard for me to let it go, but I've been really considering the part I play by consuming this content. You know, I've been thinking about it, and I'm coming to this conclusion that 
you know, even though I'm listening to it in my car with nobody around, I'm careful to keep my kids away. I don't blast it so the kid in the other car can hear. Even though I'm doing all of this responsible stuff with it, I am still a part of the demand for it. And me being a part of the demand for it, I'm still a part of it and all of it does to some degree. Uh, I don't think everybody's going to stop listening because I stopped listening. But I think that I'm coming to a place where it's important for me not to be a part of the destruction. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And and it's worth me giving up the entertainment value that I don't want to give up. I don't. Man, sometimes I, I I just get so much chill listening to a certain song. I, I don't know. Sometimes I just I'm able to zone out and not think about my problems. You know, if I'm having a brew by myself and that's boring, I can turn on a few little fatefuls to put me in a little mood and now I'm jamming. <laughs> you know, it's a lot to give up yeah. personally. But I, I'm questioning, you know, is it worth it for me to keep this and add to the machine? I've I've, I've argued myself that, excuse me, I've argued myself down with the, well, it's still going to be there because everybody ain't going to quit. But that's just not doing it for me. It's starting to become about the role that I personally play. Right. You have a a conviction about it. Don't know what I'm going to do yet, y'all. Haven't made up my mind. But I know it's tough. I know if your jam is your jam, it's tough to let your jam go. You know, if a woman's jam happens to be bitches ain't shit but hoes and tricks. Or, uh, uh, what's my, my guy, uh, uh, uh. Uh, what is it? Sugar free? Uh, why you bullshitting? Or now these are old people songs, you know. I know, <laughs> but I don't suspect many young people are listening to Married Couples Anonymous. But if you are, go back. You know, you can research. These used to be jams in ninety and ninety one and ninety eight and stuff around there. If that's your jam, it's kind of your jam, and you don't think of it how you probably should because it's your jam. I get it. It's tough. It's hard. I'm not sure I'm ready to give up my jams, but I'm sure that it's a—it's definitely something to think about, to pray about. There's a responsibility somewhere there that uh, I need to uh, acknowledge at the least. So it seems like I'm going down a road and I might be giving y'all up, but while I still with y'all, I'm still with y'all. And when I'm done with y'all, it's going to be very sad to part. But I think I'm going to have to do it for the greater good. So what about like when you're somewhere and somebody starts playing it? Are you going to like cover your ears? No, no. I think it's more about, I think it's the gesture for myself. I mean, I get it. It's going to go down. But I think that if I don't intentionally consume it, you know what I mean? Um, Again, my small insignificant part. But so okay, so you're saying you listening to it um causes a demand for it. But if you already have it, like you're not purchasing it, you're not, you know, downloading it again. I don't personally own a CD or Well, no, I mean on your on your phone. Uh, but so do you, Spotify. Do you pay per stream or I pay the monthly that... subscription. I know, but like every time you listen, does that like do something for the song? Yeah, I'm sure it does. And then I think beyond that, I mean, it's in my streaming this song is it makes no difference to this song still being on. Yeah, that's why it's like a personal conviction. Yeah, it's just, you know, should I, I notice this? I understand its destructive nature. You know, should I participate in any way, shape, or form? You know, that's a question that I'm asking myself right now. You know, but look, y'all, we about uh, 53, 54 minutes in, so I'm a, I'm gonna pass it to my wife to 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 sum all of this stuff up. We done went several places. This is take two. Uh, we had a much more appropriate uh, uh, meeting here of the minds. But it took a while to get here. And, uh, I just, you know, be patient. You know, 
long-suffering. You might not figure it out or be on the same page the first time. But don't let it ruin everything. Go back to your confidants or your thought process or open up the book. You know, do your thing because it's not over and it doesn't have to go the way you want it to go. You know, God will help you out with a solution. And I'm going to hand it over to babe so she can, you know, give you her salutation. Well, thank you. (laughs) So I just want to say a quick prayer regarding, you know, everything that we talked about. Um, Heavenly Father, we come to you in the name of Jesus. We thank you for this day, for your grace, your love, and your mercy. Father, we just pray that um, you would touch the hearts and minds of the people who need to hear, Father, because we know that um, over-sexualization of women and disrespecting women is not right. And um, But we've just become so desensitized to it that, you know, it's not that big of a deal. But Father, we pray that we know that we can't change the world and we can't change it, but we know that you can. And we just pray, Father, that people would begin to wake up and know that it's, you know, women taking their, their, um, you know, owning their, their own sexualization, that it wouldn't be perverted and turned to bad where it's like, you know, it's my body, I do what I want with it, but to be a thing where they, we all can learn to respect ourselves and know that we are valuable and that we don't just want to pass it around everywhere and that, you know, that it's important and it's special. And also we pray for, um, for men that they would know and realize that they do need to respect women and hold them in some regard. Um, but women too, to hold men in a regard and um, we pray for for Kobe Bryant's family, for his wife, Father. And we just pray that um, all the people that were affected, all the families um, that were affected, that you would just be with them and give them strength and comfort them and be with them in this difficult time. Because um, I couldn't imagine, Lord. And, you know, to have to deal with people attacking his character, um, but I just pray for, for Gail also, Lord, that, you know, she would see the error of her ways and that she would never be willing to do something like that again. Um, these things we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And I just want to say that how you said about, you know, because even though we agree that she did act like a, a old doghead bitch, that, you know, I felt like Snoop was the bigger person because he apologized. Because like he said, you know, he made a mistake. And sometimes you will, you're angry. You act off emotion and you make a mistake. And he apologized. But even though she did act like that, it's not okay, you know, to, to treat her like that. Because, you know, the Bible says to pray for your enemies. And, you know, vengeance is mine, thus saith the Lord. So, you know, the Lord can deal with a situation better than we can deal with a situation. And it's like you want to lash out and hurt that person. But it's better if you just, you know, keep your calm and you pray about it. And, you know, just let God work it out for you. There it is. Uh, Great job, honey. Thanks, babe. Is it cool that I kind of demean you a little bit by calling you honey? Um, you like are it you when demeaning I demean, me? but you are into that. No, no, no. You. I feel like you're demeaning me when you be like, sweetie, because your tone is like condescending and I know. But right now when you're calling me honey, I don't feel demeaned. I feel like you're just being sarcastic. Oh, but thought. are you demeaning me? You want me to be demeaning you? I'll demean you. That's what you mean. Shut up and move on. All right, then, y'all. This is uh, Married Couples Anonymous. I am Juan. And I'm Nisha. And we thank you guys for listening. Uh, Be sure to check out all of the other shows here on the Wildest Flock uh, Network. Um, You got shows like uh, Stick Tourity. 
uh, Things Your Pastor Won't Tell You, Page One Bible Study, Church in the Wild, and I just premiered a, a, a 1982. 1982 is this a show where I just get to rant about the things that I want to rant about. Um, so check us out. We have a uh, <clears throat> we're getting prepared for our back to school drive for the to, for the babies. Um, so if you want to, uh, <laughs> they like back to school. Yeah, we try. We we're trying to get an early we, jump we, on we, it. We're getting an early start. You know, we want to. We want to really um, do some cool things. So if you're interested, uh, you can cash app Wildest Flock with anything would be appreciated. We got some little stuff coming that'll uh, hopefully get you more involved in the process. But uh, if you just feel like the Lord pulling on your heart, you want to do something, go ahead and do something over there. Um, I I think it's other ways to give. I, I need to really know about those other ways. But um, yeah, man, check us out. We appreciate you. We love you. God bless you. Good night. That's that Russell Simmons right there, y'all. If y'all knew about Deaf Comedy Jam, that's what he used to say. Coming at you live and direct with a message. Two wrongs don't make no right. When you're wrong, you gotta fix it. So with that being said, Gail King, I publicly tore you down by coming at you in a derogatory manner based off of emotion, me being angry at questions that you asked. Um, overreacted. I should have handled it way different than that. I was raised way better than that. So I would like to apologize to you publicly for the language that I used and calling you out of your name and just being disrespectful. I didn't mean for it to be like that. I was just expressing myself for a friend that wasn't here to defend himself. Um, a lot of people look up to me and they love me and they appreciate me, so I want to let them know that. Anytime you mess up, it's okay to fix it. It's okay to man up and say that you're wrong. I apologize. Hopefully we can sit down and talk privately.